Greetings from TG Geeks webcast where Ben and Keith, the two gay geeks, talk about all aspects of geekdom and nerdery. Sci-fi, comics, film, horror, genre, you name it, we talk about it. Find our episodes each week on TGGeeks.com. Visit our Facebook page, TG Geeks Webcast. On Google Plus and YouTube, look for us as Two Gay Geeks. You can tweet at TG Geeks and at the Two Gay Geeks. Or call our feedback line at 469-TG-Geeks. That is 469-844-3357. Happy listening. Peace. Cheers. like video games? Do you like music? Do you like video game music? Then join the Washington Metropolitan Gamers Symphony Orchestra on Twitch. Each week we feature a game the orchestra has performed music from. Our arranger guests will chat about their process, their inspirations, and why game music is so awesome. Check us out every Sunday from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. at twitch.tv slash WMGSO. Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 71 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. I'm excited to be joined today by Joe Delabella, the DM of the You Meet in a Tavern Actual Play podcast. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing well. How are you, Joe? Pretty good. Good name, by the way. Yeah, it's fun to have two Joes on the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we get too far in, I want to uh, let our listeners get to know a little bit about you. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I am a 29-year-old, just turned 29, actually. Um, I live in Cincinnati. I do some actuarial work as my full-time job. Um, I'm married. Uh, I've got a wife and two dogs, two cats, maybe a kid in the near future. We don't know. But um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Very cool, very cool. Um, what kind of dogs? Uh, so let's see, I got a Black Lab Boxer Mix uh, named Buddy and a Boxer Rhodesian Ridgeback Mix named Duke. So they're they're good 50-pound babies. Yeah, I was going to say, those are those are not small dogs. <laughs> no, they think they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've uh, said multiple times on the show that we, we got a puppy in January. A uh, little Havanese named Ollie, and uh, oh, nice! Yeah, we just brought him back from um, from his first night of being boarded. Oh, and, yeah, and he just got his shots like a week and a half ago, so we're uh-huh. we're all caught up. We can take him for walks now and everything else. So he's starting to be, you know, the the dog that we want the routine to be. Right, um, right. So we're like, well, let's have him get groomed while he's at the border. And that makes sense. Oh, it, the, the the poor guy. <laughs> He came back. I'm like, what did you do to her dog? <laughs> he's this adorable, uh, is, is floppy thing. Are you sure thing. this is the same one? 
Exactly. <laughs> adorable floppy little thing that went in, and then he came out with this like neat little kind of schnauzer okay. cut, and I'm like, no, uh-huh. <laughs> we, we will awesome. not be doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> not the grooming part at least no not at all not at all <laughs> um all right so what are some of the areas of geekitude what what do you what do you get into what do you like um I, i'm a i'm kind of like an equal opportunity geek um i i dabble in like a lot of different things nerdy uh i would say my biggest one right now is obviously dungeons and dragons from mm-hmm. the podcast we run um, but I'm a big gamer. I don't have the Nintendo Switch yet, but I really want one to play some Zelda. I've heard good things. Um, but definitely a gamer. I love music, uh, movies. Um, let's see. I, I was, I've always really been into the Lord of the Rings series that kind of like medieval fantasy, um, like Dungeons and Dragons is. I love games like, uh, Skyrim and all those, uh, Elder Scrolls games. Um, that's, that's kind of my main focus in the world of nerdiness awesome um do you have any areas where you don't feel like your geekitude is strong you kind of zone (laughs) out when your friends start talking about it uh i i'd say probably comic books um i never really actually read any comic books i've never picked up one um i was always into like the superhero scene I, i liked the movies i you know, had the costumes when I was a kid, the Halloween costumes, Spider-Man and all that. Uh, but I've never actually read a comic book. Uh, so I'd say that's my uh, one area of geekitude that I'm that I'm a little less uh, less. Um, I don't understand as much as uh, some of the buddies that uh, that I have. Um, they, they read a lot of comics and they have. I did get into the, the Walking Dead comics, which mm-hmm. I guess are more graphic novel right. type stuff. I really liked those. I read through all those books, and then I follow the show. I'm, I'm not all the way caught up with the show, but um, that was a huge focus of my Sunday nights uh, for a long time. Yeah, we we kind of stopped at the beginning of this season when everybody was talking about how horrific the opening, uh, the season opener was, and we oh, just yeah. haven't gotten back to it. I think that's one that we kind of have to be on our summer break and in a very happy place <laughs> before <Yeah. laughs> we venture in. So we're just kind of like, we'll wait till it Netflixes. Yeah, that makes sense. Very cool. Now, you had mentioned it before, but uh, would you say that D&D is your favorite fandom? Uh, yeah, at the moment. I've been really into D&D lately. Uh, it's taken up a lot of my time, but it's fun. I, I, I feel like D&D always got like a bad rap. Or mm-hmm. it gets a bad rap. As far as, I mean, if you think of a nerd and you think of what would the nerd be into just in general, um, the two things that come to my mind are like World of Warcraft and Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like it's always got a bad rap. Like people are, oh, you play Dungeons and Dragons. That's you're one of those weird, weird kids. But um, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. And I've only really gotten into it recently, like the past year or so. <laughs> Well, it's it's funny because I feel like for a really long time, as as geek culture became more mainstream, and it's like, oh, comic books are cool. Oh, this is cool. Oh, that is cool. Like the 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 two holdouts tended to be D and D and Warcraft. <laughs> like those tended yeah, to be sure. the the ones where it was like, oh, you're you're like, and it wasn't it wasn't even any longer. Uh, oh, you're you're weird for liking that stuff. It's like, whoa, you're mm-hmm. way way more hardcore than. And we're right. To you go. are a serious nerd, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and now with all that, and and then you know we're going to be talking about it later. But now with all the actual play stuff out there, I feel like Dungeons and Dragons is now starting to to become 
pretty mainstream too. That's just blows yeah, my mind. I, it has. I mean, the actual play podcast world is is pretty like a saturated market right now. It seems I I see these all popping up. I'm sure it's mostly you know Adventure Zone and the popularity that uh, they get, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I um when I let's see when I first was introduced to Dungeons and Dragons I was actually teaching um, I taught math at high school for five years and um, I got asked to be the like supervisor for a Dungeons and Dragons club which mm-hmm. basically just meant I had to be in the room while they played um, so you know they met a couple of times and I was like wait a second this sounds pretty sweet do you mind if I join in so. They had me like create a character and uh, the DM was this like 14 year old girl and we played with like four or five other people and I was like, okay, this is sweet. I got to do this and waited a couple more years and got into some actual play podcasts and then now I've got like a group of friends that comes over every once in a while um, and we do the podcast thing, obviously. So it's been great. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I ran a game at our school for, um, I don't know, half a year. And I had one teacher and a bunch of seniors involved in it. And uh, oh, nice. yeah, nobody nobody knows how, like, if you haven't experienced a fun game of D&D with just people that you enjoy hanging out with, um, right. it, it like, you just, you don't know what you're missing. You And I, I think right. actual plays are starting to get people aware of that, but it, it's really just such a different experience than any other time you can spend with people. Right. And the group of friends that I played with, they've always been nerdy. I mean, we would we would in college like drink beer and watch all three extended versions of Lord of the Rings. And that would be our weekend, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they always were into that stuff. So I thought, OK, this they, they I know they're nerdy. I know they like this fantasy uh, stuff going on. So and, and it's been it's been awesome. It's been perfect. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, are there any hidden gems out there? Any things that you're into that you're surprised more people aren't, and you just need everybody to know about it? Um, let's see. I, I guess some something that I didn't expect I would get into lately. Um, I, I'm not a huge reader about mm-hmm. books. My wife reads like every night in bed. She's reading a different book, and she she could she can fit and finish a book in like one night. But um, I started picking up uh the uh, two different series recently that i think are pretty cool i don't even know these might be super popular and i just i didn't know that uh people like them but there's a series called the kink killer chronicles uh by it's by patrick rothfuss and then another one that's the gentleman bastards by scott lynch so uh, have you heard of any of those either of those no i haven't yeah they're pretty sweet books uh, the Gentleman Bastards is, was, uh, well, I said, I'll start with the King Killer Chronicles, I guess. That's more, um, like magic fantasy type stuff. It's about this teenager who's got these, like, incredible, um, magic abilities and he goes to a school to study and all this crazy stuff starts happening. Um, it's a little bit different because, uh, it's, you know, you, when you read books normally, it's like the, the kid is, um, like grows up uh in like bad situations and 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 comes to learn more about himself and get more powerful more, you know like normal fantasy books uh this one's a little bit different cuz he starts out as like this hero type person um and it follows that character so it's not really like developing into this this supreme character but but it start, starts with him being kind of an asshole and you follow him um 
So there's parts of the books where you're like, I don't really know if I like him, like the main character, but it, it's good. It's a good read. That's awesome. And then uh, the other one, I guess, The Gentleman Bastards, is um, about this uh, this group of thieves um, and kind of the, the shenanigans that they get into. Now also kind of the medieval fantasy type? Um, Not so much. There's not really – there's magic that goes on, but it's not like – mages and orcs and all that kind of stuff this is more uh almost like a oliver type world if okay that makes sense (laughs) yeah no definitely that's kind of cool i i like i'm I'm a big heist uh film fan so that that sounds like it might be a little bit more up my alley than the king killers but yeah yeah it's been compared to like oceans 11 novels oh that's awesome yeah yeah because i love those i love those movies Mm mm-hmm very cool. Well, I know you're working on uh, You Meet in a Tavern right now, but we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that. Do you have anything else going on that we should know about that that we should uh, promote while you're here? Um, Not really. <laughs> that, that, takes up, that takes up a lot of my time, uh, you know, besides my full-time job. And um, uh, it, it takes up a lot more time than I thought it would, but it's, but it's great. So that's my main focus right now, I think, in the area of geekitude. Well, very cool. Well, I'm I'm gonna definitely pick your brain because I'm I'm trying to make the leap into starting my own, and uh, and so uh, as I told my guest last week, you're you're gonna probably be one of the deciding factors. Oh, <laughs> no pressure. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, awesome. Yeah, pick. Very, very cool. All right. Well, before we we actually talk about actual play and your your show, um, let's talk about what we did this week. Um. I have a, a fairly big announcement. This week, uh, Geektitude was invited to join the geek to geek network. Nice. Yeah, it's really, really exciting. Thank you. Um, Rob from the Comic Box was on last week, and he's one of the people who is part of the network, but I've also had Beige and Void on from various episodes throughout uh, our run. And so they were looking for an interview show, and they kept saying, you know, something like Joe does with Geektitude, you know, something like mm-hmm. Joe does with Geektitude. And then finally somebody said, well, why don't we just invite Joe and Geektitude to join the <laughs> network? So so that's it. So from now on, um, we will be uh, part of the geek to geek network which for, for listeners of this show really means maybe a promo or so of uh, uh, geek to geek network shows being added and then their network tags in the intro and the conclusion. And we're no longer going to be calling it keeping it geek this week. This will be the last keep it geek this week um, because everybody on the network does a weekly geekery. And so we will be uh, switching to that, but we will still be closing with keep it geek because that's what we should be doing all the time. Nice. Yeah, that's true. True story. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, since, since we're all about actual plays, I finally caught up with, uh, the adventure zone. I don't, uh, you mentioned it. So are you a listener? Nice. I am a listener. Um, they're actually one of my big inspirations for me to start, uh, my own thing, but I am up to maybe the fourth or fifth episode in the, uh, 11th hour. Oh, that's arc. my favorite. I think out of all the stuff that they've done. 
Yeah, yeah. It's getting, I think it's going to reach the conclusion pretty soon. They've kind of figured out, um, what's going on with refuge and, and why it's being destroyed. So no spoilers, but yeah, it, it's getting to a, a point where as void from uh geek to geek said, it, it, we're, we're caught up and now it's like, Oh my God, we have to wait for the next episode. I know like, every I, two I can't weeks. Do this. I can't do this. But, uh, yeah, it's really getting good and it is yeah. very inspirational and something that was kind of motivating me. So yeah, I was finally able to, to get to that last part. So I donated to, um, their, their fun drive so I could get the bonus content. So that'll, that'll hold oh, me nice. over at least this week. <laughs> right. Yeah. I haven't done that yet, but I probably will. Max Fun Drive. Yeah, yeah. For for the amount of of listening I get out of it, I I think it's it's definitely worth the donation. Yeah, right. Makes sense. Yeah, and then yesterday, um, a couple of podcasting friends and I met for breakfast because I was out in the L.A. area, and uh, so Kenny from Dumbbells and Dragons and uh, mm-hmm. Mandy and Kevin from the WEC podcast and I all had breakfast along with my husband and it was nice because every time we get together it's either at a convention or you know I had a party where I had a whole bunch of people and so I got to see them for a little bit but I was also trying to you know when you have a big party and you're trying to give everybody attention and Mm -hmm. and you just don't get to spend as much time with any one individual person right right so it was just nice to just be able to have have a leisurely breakfast with people and just talk and and enjoy hanging out and talking about geeky stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds like a good company you got there too, all those podcasters. Yeah, it's 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 nice to be, you know, since there's a lot of LA-based podcasting, um it's <laughs> nice to have been able to make those connections that, you know, we do get to see each other on a semi-regular basis. So so were you were you like friends with them before podcasting, or did you just get to get, you just kind of met them through it? And we I I met Kenny at Comic Con one year in San Diego, and nice. his you know his podcast's name is Dumbbells and Dragons, which I've decided is really just the best name for a podcast. You'll never forget. <laughs> just, uh, I've seen that. Is that is do they play Dungeons and Dragons, or is that they they talk about like working out? How does that work? It, it's a it's a geek fitness podcast. So. Oh, so- yeah, so he he intersects the the geekiness that he has for geeky things with that he has for working out and um it is it's interesting how many people you know want to bridge the two but feel like they're either stuck on one side or the other of the of the coin and yeah, right. don't, don't feel accepted by the other half. So, you know, he's trying to bridge <laughs> that gap. And I've got such a like a stereotypical view of a geek. Like I want to think that the people that would listen to our podcast would listen to it at the gym, but then I think, well, they're probably all nerds. But then again, <laughs> I'm a nerd. So yeah, absolutely. And then um, we did a a podcast about the podcasts we listen to, and we did the old uh, podcaster trick where you tag all the people you mention when you publish uh, the episode, yes. and. Um, the people from the WEC podcast were like, oh, wow, we listened to you, too. And so <laughs> That's we, just, awesome. we just started talking and we ended up becoming friends. And since we were so close and we all enjoy kind of the same things, we, we you know, started hanging out whenever we got a chance to. So Very cool. Very cool. I got to find some podcasters in Cincinnati to get together with for sure. They've got to be out there. They've got to be out there. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's 
it's got to be kind of a, another one of those hubs for kind of creative minds. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a lot of D and D around Cincinnati. Uh, we, I go to, I try to every month. Uh, we have a board game bar that opened called the Rook. I think it opened like one or two years ago. Um, but each month they do a, a tabletop day, uh, where they bring in a bunch of GMs, um, where they play different, different games. So not just fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, just kind of all the different, um, tabletop RPG stuff. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they each have a group. They set up the whole top floor and there's groups and you can sign up and buy tickets for whatever game you want to play. And it's fun. It's a fun monthly do, uh, thing to do. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't. That's one thing I feel like we don't have out here, is is a lot of um, role playing groups. I'm sure if I dug for them, I could find them because there's enough suburbs around the LA area oh, that you'd be able to find something. But um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like D and D is something you should really do with people that you know. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is sometimes weird. You know, you you go to the tables and then there's some people that are like. They're super into D and D, if you know, like what I'm saying. They mm-hmm. are sticklers for the rules, which I'm not really when we run our podcast. So, um, you know, you different, you, you get a different group every time you go. Um, and, and sometimes, sometimes it's cool. And sometimes it's like, okay, I'll, I hope I never have to play with this person again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that's been nice. That's been a, that's been a fun thing. But the, the last thing that, that's happened that's geeky this week is, uh, I published the latest episode of, um, my podcast, State of the Geek, which is kind of a more politics based podcast from, from a geek perspective. And, nice. um, yeah, so if and you're listening and you haven't checked it out, go over and check it out. But I'll warn you, the, the latest episode had horrible sound issues. Oh no! <laughs> and I'm that's why you got a new mic. <laughs> that's why I got a new mic, and and so I'm now using a blue Yeti. Yep. And uh, I I am over the next week or two going to slowly switch over to a, a different way of recording podcasts. So hopefully the quality of this one will be better. The quality of that one will be better. I'm going to go to um, an external um, digital recorder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and I'm going to try and do it on Zencast. I, I don't know if you've heard of Zencast. I have. I, I've been looking into that recently. Uh, so we do the same thing. We record on Skype. Um, our, our last episode, uh, one of our players, Jamal, was actually in town. He lives in Chicago. So, um, we usually do it over Skype. We did, uh, that one in person, which was, which was actually pretty funny because, we got to like drink beer together. The episode is a little bit more ridiculous than some of the other <laughs> ones, uh, but but it was it was a good time. But we record over Skype, and let's see, there's there's ZenCaster and Cast and Zoom and um, another one I can't think of right now that we were considering switching to, because that that records your audio like on your own computer instead of. The, and st- for each person, right? Is yeah, that how records that it, yeah, records it locally and then puts it into a Dropbox. And yeah. uh, my biggest fear with that is is it gives me no backup. So if something happens in that whole process, I lose an entire right. interview. And a lot of times I'll interview people. I mean, you know, I'm lucky that you know. Full disclosure: Joe is recording this on his end, so that yeah, right. if this goes <laughs> down at some point, I've got a backup. But uh, but I interview a lot of people who are like independent comic 
artists and stuff and it's kind of like well, they don't they don't have a setup that they can just go to so if i switch to zencaster i'm like i'm not gonna have a backup and that's terrifying mm-hmm. so um so i think with the if i can get the external digital recorder to work then i can use zencaster and if something happens with zencaster at least i have the digital backup yeah i'm always nervous especially with D where it's like you can't just go replay part of the story and expect them to like pretend they didn't know it was going to happen. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So I'm always nervous at the end of a, of a recording session. If you know, if it recorded at all, when I ever hit that stop button. Yeah. It's the first thing I do is now flip over and, and find the file and play it to see just so I can have some peace of mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Then, you know, lots of the, this next week is going to be a lot of audio trying things out and seeing how things are, are going. And luck, luckily, my guest next week is going to be Mandy from the WEC podcast. And she's just like, we'll just we'll just do it till it works. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you? How'd you keep it geek this week? Uh, mostly editing and publishing stuff on You Mean the Tavern. Um, that takes up, uh, like I said before, a lot of my time, uh, making sure it, a thing I didn't expect to, to have to do a lot of is, uh, marketing. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just making sure our name is out there so people, people can listen. So, um, I guess that doesn't really fall under nerdy by itself. Uh, but since it's related to our podcast, um, that's definitely a lot, a lot of work we put in for that. Yeah. It's the, having a, having a podcast is a different thing. It's you, you want to market, but everybody has a different niche. And so it's really mm-hmm. about finding which people are going to really enjoy what you're putting out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I completely empathize. Yeah. And I've been trying to brush up on some of the other, uh, actual play podcasts around. So I've been, downloading like episode one from all that I can find just to kind of check out some other stuff, get some inspiration. Yeah. I'm going to have to get some recommendations from you because I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I want to see what other people do and, and uh, mm-hmm. get an idea of how they do it. And I just found uh, another one called um, friends at a table, I think. Oh, okay. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah. And they use a hacked version of a game called um, the apocalypse world. Okay. Which sounds like it's very story based. Like their episode zero is them kind of creating the world together, which is not exactly yeah. what I'd want to do. But it sounds like it, it's it sounds like a fun and interesting way to play an RPG. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that sounds cool. I I like the one. So I I prefer I guess the comedy type actual plays when I listen to them. Mm-hmm. I, I I like when they get really in depth with the story, but you've got to break up some of that serious action with with some jokes and some laughs. So that's kind of where my focus is right now. I think Adventure Zone obviously does that really well. Right, it's right. A great story, you know, but they have they have a blast, and sometimes they get off on tangents, and that's all right. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else you've been working on, or is it has it been podcast, podcast, podcast? It really has. <laughs> it really has. I'm trying to think. I wish, you know, I, well, I, so part of my job is also I have to take a bunch of exams, so I've been studying for that. I'm a huge math nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I taught math. Um, I've always loved math, so I've been doing a whole lot of studying, and so those are my two main focuses right now is studying and then working on the podcast. Um, uh, as soon as uh, maybe I, I take this test and have a little break, uh, I think I'm going to maybe delve into the Nintendo Switch world and try out Zelda. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, I've got to find one first. <laughs> That's my problem. <laughs> are they, are they my all problem. sold out? Um, they were last time I checked, but I haven't, I haven't gone looking lately, so I may, I may look into that this week, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a friend who's also studying for the same test I'm taking, and he, uh, he had to give his Switch away so that he wouldn't be tempted to play it, so. Oh. <laughs> 
he gave it away to well he didn't like sell it or anything but he just said you need to borrow this to to one of our other buddies he said you need to borrow this and please take it away from my house so i don't play this <laughs> so i really have to study yeah i have i've had two very busy weeks at school with with my drama kids and a couple of them have brought the switch in to like play while they're waiting for their scene or you hmm. know just just to have at school for breaks and i That's haven't had a, yeah and i haven't had a chance to uh to like kind of watch over their shoulder and see what it's been like because I've been so busy trying to get everything organized for for drama stuff. Right. But uh, I've wanted to kind of give it a look and see if it's something that I might want to invest in. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You do the drama thing. I did that for a little while. What, yeah, uh, you mentioned which... that. Yeah, yeah. So um, when I taught, they needed a director. So I taught. I uh, directed. I guess two years. I think it was. So. Let's what show are you guys working on? Um, we're doing a show that we've done before called Scenes from a Dance, and okay. it, it's basically um, a bunch of scenes that would take place at a school dance. It's very, very easy to kind of put together, but they all kind of have this through line of a, a kid who's written a letter to this girl that he loves, and he loses it, and it kind of travels throughout the dance and keeps finding its way into other people's hands. Oh, nice. And uh, the fun thing about it is what we the what what I do with it is I take we we have one of those cafetoriums where the stage is at one end and then it's just mm-hmm. kind of however you want to set up the chairs that's what you're going to have to do to put the audience in there and right. so we set the the audience on down the sides facing towards the center so the mm-hmm. stage is basically the floor of the auditorium like like a school dance would be oh oh nice yeah and so it gives them a chance to kind of do theater in the round. They they do theater in a different way than than they usually do. I always try and change up right. the space that they're working in just so they have some different experiences with it. That's um, super cool. Yeah. What shows did you do? Oh gosh. Um. Let's see. I uh, I did one show. This was a huge undertaking because this was like a three hour show. But um. I I had a teacher uh from when I was in high school who quit teaching to open up a a bar slash restaurant slash theater actually. Um, so he's got like a restaurant on the first floor and a theater up at the, on the second floor. Um, and I did a show that, when a, a show that he wrote. It was called Chasing Ophelia. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a, um, a guy who, uh, like finds himself in this big black space and he doesn't know where he came from. And he's a character in this story that, that someone's writing as it happens. Um, and he falls in love with this girl who's also there. Uh, and, and the girl goes through a bunch of different Shakespeare plays and she's got, he's got to chase her through them. Um, oh, that's cool. so they, you meet all sorts of different Shakespeare characters and it's really funny. So yeah, that was cool. Sounds like a fun way to teach Shakespeare too. Yeah. Yeah. It was really neat. And, uh, you know, they, there's a lot of like inside Shakespeare jokes that mm-hmm. probably not a lot of kids get, but the parents that watched it, uh, lo- loved it. So that was cool. We're trying to decide on um, pieces that we're going to take to a Shakespeare festival. And two of my tech kids were like, we want to try Shakespeare. And nice. like, well, this is out of the blue, but absolutely, yeah. yes. And uh, and then they were like... That's, but, like, that's strange, because mostly it's like, oh, Shakespeare, really? Do we have to do that? Yeah, not only is it that, but usually my tech people, as soon as you're like, I need it, because a lot of them are boys, <laughs> and I mm-hmm. always need boys on stage. Like, we yeah. never have enough boys. <laughs> so... Um, so, you know, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I, if you want to do Shakespeare, let's do Shakespeare. And they're like, well, we want to do Romeo and Juliet because we think it'd be funny. 
<laughs> and I was like, well... This is a comedy, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said, well, you know, that's not exactly what this festival is about. This is like a serious Shakespeare festival. I said, but if you mm-hmm. want to take a, a scene to the festival that we go to next year, um, do you know the complete works of Shakespeare abridged? I do not. Oh, uh, I might. Yes. Yeah, it's I a don't th- know. <laughs> it's a, a three-guy three show where one of the guys plays all the women in the in the uh all of Shakespeare's plays and Oh cool. Yeah, and then so the first act they try and run through as many shows as possible and then act 2 is Hamlet, Hamlet fast, Hamlet faster and then Hamlet backwards. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's just a fun show. I I was able yeah. to do it when I was still doing theater and um and so I was like, "All right, so if you want to do funny Romeo and Juliet, you know, I have a, a video of the play and I put it on at the end of class so that they could see it. And they mm-hmm. were like enraptured. <laughs> like, this yeah, is phenomenal. Yeah, we need to do this. Please tell us we can do this. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a, a great way to get them into it and learn about it. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I, I'm a theater major, but I'm an English teacher. And it's kind of one of those things where I, so many English teachers and, and, being an English teacher, I can I can honestly say I don't envy teachers and whatever they have to do to teach the material they they do. But right. I, I I can't stand it when people teach um, Shakespeare as literature because it's like no, it's <laughs> it's so yeah. much more than that. If you're not performing it, you're not getting the point of it. And of course, everybody, yeah. I, I, I truly believe everybody who says I hate Shakespeare has not actually seen Shakespeare. Their their experience is I had to read it in class. Yes, I agree. I agree. More like a history, like any other random book that you have to read for your English class. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to watch it for sure. All right. Well, we're going to move on and talk t- about what we're here today to talk about. And I'm very excited because um, you're, you're in my mind, living the dream, my friend. <laughs> Tell us about uh, You Meet in a Tavern. Yeah. So we uh, it's a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast, uh, actual play, obviously. Um, it's me on the DM and I've got three players, Kirk, Jamal and Brian. Um, Kirk plays a halfling monk named Tug and he's kind of like... He's kind of got a Napoleon complex. He's like an angry little guy and he only uses his fists. He doesn't believe in like hard weapons. Um, uh, he is a, he was like a, a bar back in his background when he told us his back, his background. Um, and then let's see, Carl is a human paladin. Um, and then I've got, uh, uh, Durf, who is a half elf druid slash burglar. So it's, it's a pretty cool balance of characters. Uh, they work well together. Um, and these are three guys, but two of them I went to uh, college with, one of them I went to high school with, mm-hmm. um, and the other guy was actually just kind of along for the ride. Brian uh, was uh, a guy that was into Dungeons and Dragons for a little bit, and he's friends with Kirk. So uh, he joined up with us, and they're all three really funny guys, so we play it we play it uh, like a comedy podcast. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a general overview. I, I was very much in favor of of spelling Carl with a C. Uh, I think that was your suggestion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think that, that would be funny. Yeah, because the if, if you listen the first episode, you find out that the the full character's full name is Carl with a K, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, Carl with a K. So with a K is his last name. Now he did. I didn't know he was going to do this, but he chose to put a C in his last name. So it's with a K, but spelled with a C. It's oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> it's just one of those funny little things. Um, yeah, they came up with some great names. 
So going back to the beginning of all of this, what what made you decide that you were going to do an actual play podcast? Um, so I, I liked Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I bought the starter set and started playing with some guys um, that actually weren't the three that are in the podcast. Um, and I was like, man, this is so funny. And I know I, I know a few people that would one love this and two be hysterical to listen to. Uh, and just play with in general. So I was like, well, why don't we start a podcast up? And, you know, I'd listened to some other actual plays like, like the Adventure Zone. Um, and I said, you know what? Let's, let's do this. So we just, we just started recording one day and we got some great feedback right off the bat. So we're going to, we're going to keep doing this for a while. That's good. That's, that's awesome. Cause it is a very good show. It's fun. Um, I, I'm, I'm amazed at how well you are able to corral those three. And I absolutely, oh, I think it's the <laughs> end of the first, uh, episode that you put the little tag in, the little blooper reel at the end where you're like, all right, look guys, you're not horrible people. Oh my gosh. Yes. It started <laughs> off. Oh, geez. It started off where, I, and I feel like this happens in a lot of Dungeons and Dragons games. You get the people that are just like, Oh, I meet a person on the road. I'm going to steal. I'm going to steal from him. I'm going to loot. I'm going to try to find some, some money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, there's, I want to kill, I want to kill him. Let's kill him. So they just like fall into this. And I had to be like, okay, this show is not going to be good. If everyone you meet, you try to steal or kill, <laughs> you yeah. try to steal from him. Or- so yeah, yeah, it's, it's been fun. Uh, especially in the most recent episode where they were, uh, we were obviously imbibing in some alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cra- We recorded for, I think, three and a half hours, and we only really got an hour of solid story material that I published as an episode. So, <laughs> well, and that was one of the, the questions I wanted to ask. How much do you record versus how much gets published? Yes. So, um, I, I pretty much publish everything that happens within the story. Um, if they, they get off onto tangents or, you know, we have to take a break or sometimes, uh, I, I'll, I'll cut that out, but I don't really edit out a lot. Um, we decided just time wise where we record, we're going to try to record once a month and we record for like four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I can usually put together two episodes from that two you know, hour to an hour and a half episodes, uh, from that. So that gives us a little bit of time and breaks between sessions. So yeah, four, four hours of recording that turns into basically three hours of, of actual published material. That's, that's cool. Cause I was going to ask about the recording time too, because, um, you know, looking at what I want to do, I'm, I'm concerned about having to try and get people together on a, on a real regular basis. And so yeah. the idea of sitting down for a long stretch of the day and just recording once you know, once a month or once in a while kind of feels like it cuts down on that commitment that people have to make time-wise, right. even though it's all one yeah. chunk. Has that worked out for you? Yeah, that's definitely worked out for us. Um, Kirk actually runs another podcast, so he's pretty busy with that. He mm-hmm. does a Pokemon trading card game because he's really into that podcast uh, called Super Rodcast. So yeah, he, he takes up a lot of that time and he told me right off the bat, he said, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this every week or every two weeks so could 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 we do it if we record maybe once a month? So we went with that, and and that's really worked out so far. Uh, we've had to meet a couple to, couple times, uh, like within a two or three week time frame, just to get through some stuff, um, just to just to get us uh, off the ground. Like when I first published the first episode, I actually published two of them together. So we had to record 
um, a, you know, in another two weeks, but it's, it's worked out. No one's, no one's felt pressured or like they, they don't have enough time for the other stuff that they, that they need to be doing. So no, I would highly good. recommend that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I, in, in my mind, it's going to be the only way to make it happen mm-hmm, because everybody mm-hmm. I know is so busy and I'm very busy. So I, I can't imagine trying yeah. to do it on a weekly basis that I think we would go insane. Yeah. I mean, I would love to play Dungeons and Dragons on a weekly basis, but <laughs> sometimes it's tough. Adulting sucks. Yep. <laughs> Let's just throw it out there. Adulting sucks. <laughs> it's funny, too, because I started a... Uh, so I got some of the guys at work involved in Dungeons & Dragons as well. So I actually ran them through um, the starter set, the Lost Minds of Fandelver, in the 5th mm-hmm. edition. Uh, and so we would go to lunch for 20 minutes and then spend the rest of the lunch time uh, in one of the meeting rooms playing Dungeons & Dragons during work. So that was awesome. On That's our lunch cool. break. If any of my bosses are listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, you, you started with 5th edition. Is that where you started your, your D&D experience initially? I, or did you, did you get a little bit towards the end of 4th? Of I actually don't know what edition I played when I was teaching, and when I did that, uh, that club. Mm-hmm. I want to say this was like three years ago, so it's probably 4th edition. Would did that be right? Daily encounter and unlimited use powers mm, i don't even remember okay. to be honest with you, it was <laughs> i was gonna say that's usually how you know. can figure out if it's fourth edition if you have yeah a daily power yeah, okay. then you're probably fourth edition is the um is the the bloodied aspect is that fourth edition uh Where, like it started you know, in fourth edition but I, I i think it may have carried over to fifth no, no, that, that's not a part of fifth, as far as I know. But, oh, okay, because they've mentioned it a couple times on on the adventures. I don't, I'm not very familiar with fifth because I played a lot of fourth. Um, right, right. Yeah, that's right. They do, they do say uh, I'm not bloodied yet, but I don't think that was that's actually an aspect of fifth. I think they maybe played fourth before, so they're just bringing that like yeah. as a commentary kind of thing. Yeah, carried so, it over from fourth. Yeah. Unless, unless I don't know the rules to the own game I'm playing, which is a possibility. <laughs> so. Well, and that's that. That was another question I had for you. What, how, how closely do you stick to the rules, and how much do you just kind of go, "We're going to roll dice and tell a good story"? Um, I try. I try to stick to the rules uh, for the most part. There are there are times I mess up. I think my most recent episode, uh, they wanted to uh, pick pick a lock on a chest. Durf did, and I said that he gets to roll with advantage because he had thieves tools. I don't think that's right. So I, I mess up every once in a while but i mean as long as they're having fun as long as my players are having fun and uh you know we're telling a good story i don't mind to stray from the rules sometimes even if it's on purpose Mm -hmm. um if it's gonna if it's gonna result in a good and funny outcome for our listeners so i think that maybe some like real tight-lipped uh, Dungeons and Dragons players might uh, might be turned off by that, but it's all right. Yeah, as long as as long as you're honest about what they're getting, it's right? Choice, yeah, I mean, right? I'll tell you, we're gonna screw up. We drink beer, we're gonna screw up. Um, so, how much of this story have you had to plan? Are you pulling off of um, pre-existing material? Like, where where have you developed all the the story from? Uh, right off the dome piece, <laughs> I uh, I. Again, like I got inspiration from a lot of the actual plays, uh, Adventure Zone and that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's where a lot of, um, I wouldn't say the main quest is going to, the main quest is going to be a little bit similar. Uh, the, the, my listeners or my, uh, characters are going to find that out in either the next episode or the one after that. So yeah, I hope they don't listen to this, but, um, 
It's going to be, and I don't, I don't actually think they listen to the Adventure Zone, so that might be okay. So it's going to be a little similar to that, but mostly the whole world, each story arc, uh, everything that they're doing was just, just kind of made up. Uh, I've, I've written, I've actually only written to maybe three or four episodes uh, past where they are right now. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of letting it develop as the choices they make change and just kind of see where it goes. And I, I know where I want the story to go and I know the basic ending of it. But for the most part, it's 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 up up to them what what happens. Do you find that like are your notes really detailed and you're OK if they stray away from it and you just don't ever get to put that stuff out? Or is it just very outlined and kind of I, I know what they're going to do, but I'm going to improv around what I want the story to be? Yeah, I would say a little mix of both. So when I write my notes, I write it almost like a novel where it's like they do this and then here are the people that they meet. And but sometimes they'll stray from that. And that's OK. I just, you know, copy and delete or, you know, cut and delete uh, that part of the story. But um, for the most part, I let, I let them make their own decisions. There's sometimes where I'll be like, well, OK, Maybe you shouldn't do that just because I don't know where we're going to take that. So it's a little different um, recording a podcast with D&D than playing it where you've got to be like on your feet at all times. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I like that. I think that that lends to um, make this story a little bit better. But, uh, you know, I'm OK if they want to stray totally far apart. I'm not going to tell them they can't do it if it's if it's going to be enjoyable for them. So. I, I just I think my big thing is I feel terrifying to to get in front of a bunch of people and know that you're trying to create something that's going to be published for everybody else. Like <laughs> I mean I because I know I know what can go wrong when you when you GM or DM a, a game and yeah. and it's got to be terrifying. It is it is a little scary sometimes. Like are people going to like it? I I. I honestly would be happy if we have 10 listeners and they're loyal and they love the story. That's what it's all about. We're here to play a fun game of D&D. And, you know, if people can listen to us and really enjoy it, uh, that's awesome. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's definitely scary. I have it written out so that I, I've i kind of thought of the decisions that they might make. And mm-hmm. I've got, like, an outline of, okay, if they do this, we'll go there here. If they do this, we'll go here. Um, but it does. It takes a lot of improv and it, it's a lot of pressure. But I think some of that pressure is taken off of you on a podcast level because you can always, you know, cut a certain section. You cut a certain section out if you want uh, just to make it a, a better, more, more cohesive episode. Yeah, I guess that's true. That that does make sense. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Now, what is your favorite part of this entire process? Um, for me, it, I. I love the feedback that we get. Um, obviously, like whenever you publish anything on the internet, you love to people for people to review it and say, "Oh man, you guys do a really great job." Um, and, but I love when our audience gets involved with the story. Like I get questions on Twitter and, and comments about, "Oh my gosh, I loved this specific part." So just kind of sharing that love of of D and D and and the jokes that we tell and and. Uh, we obviously have a great time playing it, so I would say that's really close. Number two, just generally doing something that is constant with my friends, that is fun, 
Um, I love doing that, but especially sharing that with other people. I think that's that's why we did this in the first place. So that's awesome. Was there anything I know you'd mentioned marketing, but is there anything else that that kind of surprised you that you're like, okay, this I wasn't signing up for necessarily? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, definitely the marketing part of it. Just how much work goes into publishing and spreading the word out. Um, I didn't expect my my wife is like, oh, you're doing Dungeons Dragons stuff again. Like anytime I pull out my laptop, she knows. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's enjoyable, but it definitely does take a lot of time. So you got, you got to be committed, even with just recording. Um, you know, we record an episode once a month. I still spend, you know, a couple days editing and then more days like publishing on all social media and making sure, you know, that our, our name is out there. So it, it's a lot of work, but it's, but it's all fun. Now, does your wife get into all this geeky stuff too, or not so much? Oh gosh, no. She is the opposite of a geek. Like, yeah, she 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 would never ever play Dungeons and Dragons, but that's okay. You know, I, she watches Real Housewives and uh, Teen Mom while I do the the Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Yeah, no, I my my husband's right there with her. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, although although we've we've talked about considering how because I have this show, I have State of the Geek, which I do once a month, and then you know if I want to do an actual play, I'm like, all right, this is a lot of podcasting time, and I don't want. I don't want resentment to start. So we're actually talking about how he might be able to kind of come in and help me with story elements and, and be part of it and be a little bit oh, cool. involved just because if I'm going to take more time in, out of, out of the day to add to uh, what could be a very time consuming project, right, right. Then, you know, we should probably find ways to, to be able to do it together. So <laughs> that's kind of a sneaky way to do what you want to do, but also, <laughs> you know, like get them involved. And my wife is very supportive of it. You know, she she's she's said, "Listen, I love you, honey, but I will never listen to any episode of that show." <laughs> and that's okay, but she's definitely supportive. She's like, "Okay, you got to go record, have fun, you know." So, that's awesome. Any any other things we should know about you meet in a tavern? It's relatively newly minted, but it it's it's come out of the gate strong, and I I hope a lot of people listen to it. Anything else you want them to know about it before we we start closing up uh yeah i really i really hope it catches on too um well we release episodes every two weeks uh our next episode episode six will go out um next monday i'm actually recording right after this recording of this podcast so uh the guys are ready to to continue on with the adventure um i would say if you're gonna check us out um we had some not not issues, but the sound's not great in the first couple episodes because we were just starting off. I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the story's still there, but obviously, I mean, you've heard it. Uh, the The sound is not great. We've done everything to make to make it um, still sound okay. But um, I would say that turns off a lot of people. I think if you're thinking about starting a podcast, obviously your sound is per- is awesome. But um, if for anyone out there that is trying to start out a podcast, just make sure you get that set because if people are going to listen to the first episode and say, oh, okay, is this how the whole show is going to be? It's not. So if you, if you listen to the first episode and think that, just stick with us for a little while. It gets much better. Yeah, and just so you know, your your audio for your first couple of shows that you said are kind of rough are mm-hmm. so nowhere close to as rough as some of the ones out there. Like, I, it, I agree with that. I yeah. wasn't gonna say that, but yeah. <laughs> no, you you did you did a very good job with your first couple of episodes because I don't think well, any podcast you. has unless you're unless you're coming from a professional radio po- background. I don't know of too many podcasts that start out without some audio problems, and I really yeah, don't know yeah. what 
what you would be labeling rough audio <laughs> because you you were very oh, nice. clear and easy to hear. So yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about that at all. Yeah, it's just my my nerves, I guess, as a as a podcaster. I want to make sure it's it's good and people people stick with it. But I appreciate that. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and, and you're always that's that's as as you've entered the podcasting world, uh, you will learn as we talked about today. We, you are always trying to improve that audio quality. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. seventy one <laughs> episodes in, I'm like, all right, this isn't working for me. <laughs> yep, true story. Well, very cool. Well, Joe, good luck to you in in this endeavor. I again, I'm I'm envious. I think that uh, you you may have convinced me to move forward. Excellent. Um, yeah, yeah. I it it seems like it's like there's one thing about talking to people and 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 just talking about geeky stuff, but actually kind of taking the time to put a story that you've created out on the internet and and not only just kind of tell the story, but trust trust your friends to not oh, yeah. demolish it as they go through. <laughs> to not screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> quite yeah. Quite the endeavor. So so congratulations on on your new show and and I hope lots of people uh, find it. If you're listening to this, definitely go out and and check out uh, You Meet in a Tavern because it's it's a fun show well thanks joe i appreciate it and good luck with uh, yours whenever you start it you're gonna let me know and i'll check it out yeah i'm we're now we're now facebook buddies so <laughs> yep. i'm sure i will have lots of questions and then be sending you lots of like terrified oh my god i don't know what to do here uh messages oh yeah so uh, I'll, i'm more than happy to answer very cool uh do you have any shout outs before we, we wrap things up uh i guess i'll just shout out to my guys my players uh i'm sure they'll listen to this and i just want to say thanks for sticking with me and sticking with the story um uh, I would. I, I'll give a shout out to Kirk's podcast, Super Rodcast. If you're into the Pokemon trading card game, um, definitely check him out. He talks about strategies uh, about the game, and, and he has people that have won like different championships come in, and he interviews them as well. So it's a great thing if you're into that stuff. That's really awesome. Very cool. Um, I'd like to send a shout out to, well, first of all, Kenny, Mandy, Kevin, and my husband, Matt, because we had a wonderful breakfast yesterday, and it was just nice to be able to just sit and and chill with friends so a shout out to them and then a shout out to void and beige and rob and liam from the geek to geek network for inviting me in and making me feel welcome right off the bat and to the geek to geek community uh which we will be mentioning in a second but uh for the reddit community that's kind of uh welcomed me with open arms i very very much appreciate it for many of you this is going to be your your first experience with my show, so I hope you enjoy it, and uh, and uh, we will hopefully be putting out quite a few more. Great, and I I feel honored to be a part of this first episode on the network. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And and there's a there's a big uh, I found out about the Adventure Zone from Void on the Geek to Geek show. So, oh, cool. Yeah, so there's uh, and he he pitches it constantly. So there's a whole bunch of us in the network that are big fans of actual plays so hopefully hopefully you'll get some, nice. some listeners from them yeah i would love it yeah absolutely next week we're going to be talking to as i mentioned before mandy from the WEC podcast we're just gonna be catching up there's a couple of controversial articles that have come out that i think we may be delving into because mandy and i like to get each other worked up about <laughs> about social issues <laughs> here and there so we may be taking a little slice from our uh state of the geek podcast and moving it over here and and talking about uh you know, diversity in comics and, and the perception that that's what's causing comic books not to sell right now. Oh, that's cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, definitely. All the music in this episode is by Ben Sound and is being used under a Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. 
Geektitude is a proud member of the geek to geek Network. Check out the other geek to geek shows such as geek to geek Podcast, Video Game News Now, Geek Fitness Health Hacks, and The Comic Box. And make sure to join our Reddit community at reddit.com slash r slash geek to geek cast You can currently find us at geektitude.com as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and most other podcatchers out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you would like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at geektitude or me personally at Epic Grays. And Joe, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter, um, uh, mostly under the, uh, I'll give you my all my podcast information because uh, I don't really tweet normally as, as a personal uh, account but uh, you can find all of our stuff at ymia tavern um it's you meet in a tavern uh we're on we're on itunes we're on stitcher we're on twitter facebook instagram um and pretty much any other podcast apps you might use very cool and definitely like i've said go ahead and check them out because it's a fun show and uh and joe's good people so give him your support <laughs> <laughs> us joe's we gotta stick together <laughs> yeah we do we do definitely thank you so much for being on the show and uh thank and you talking, thank you for having me yeah and talking actual plays with us and uh good luck to you thank you you too sir for all of you listening out there, remember this week, keep it geek. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek Podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek Podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Comics. Hey everyone, this is Rob, your friendly neighborhood comic geek. And this is Liam, the the languishing, lascivious Liam of Langley. Wow, that was extremely illiterate of you. Well, I try. We are the hosts of the Comic Box, part of the Geek to Geek Podcast Network. So join us. Bop, bop. Oh, yeah.